what I need to do and what I don't need to do. To be honest, if you're just talking, really don't need all that much. Alright. I just feel like I'm about, to, I'm about to hop in the booth with a filter in front of you. Um, oh. If you want to get a 16 going right now. Like. Alright, come on, man. Off the dome, let's get it. <laughs> Do we have an intro? Like, do we have it? Like, what's the? Uh... This is the intro. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> this is the intro. <laughs> this is the intro. We, we don't have like a like no, like no theme music or anything. Ah, uh, do you want to? I mean, I'll put it in post. Edit however you see fit. Honestly, I feel like the best way to start podcast is really just to start talking. Yeah. Get no, to I like agree. an interesting stopping point and yeah. then introducing the podcast, which we don't actually have a name to. Me? Yeah, I wasn't gonna mention it earlier, but I kinda got to yeah, I'll get, I'll get, We went on a whole ass walk. Episode one and we already got me. Alright. I'm getting I'm getting ambushed. <laughs> I changed my uh, Instagram handle like a couple days ago, something him based. I get on Twitter this morning, first thing after opening my eyes, I see a light tweet. Oh thing, it was like all right, not everybody can be him. Oh, so yeah. y'all gotta be yeah, they them. Nah. And I was like, damn, that feel kind of personal. Like, nah. So the only reason I like that is because a it was funny, or sorry, multiple well, nah, reasons. I laughed. A it was funny, and B I was just thinking to myself like, with everyone claiming in different sports that they're him, at different levels, like someone has to like concede like they're not him. I saw a tweet under that, but it was like a. Uh, I've honestly I've accepted I've accepted that I'm not him, and how how my life has been ever since. There's a dude like relaxing under a tree. <laughs> like I just accepted that fact. Life has just been good so, ever since I decided yeah. that I'm not. So him. like when I think of people who are him, like I think of like Caleb Love when he says it, he gets that pass. Stefan Diggs, like yeah, I'll give you that. But I'm like when we say it around like as friends, like yeah, like that's cool. But when I see like some other athletes. You weren't that good that say I'm like Yeah, like sorry Austin Rivers, like you're not him. Yeah, Austin Rivers is not him. Like I'm not letting you get that off. Right. Bro. Right. Oh man. Honestly we should probably use that as a interesting segue into something we wanted to talk about. Just basketball. Usually uh, coming into the summer, after I wanna say about summer league, the NBA ends up getting kinda boring. Like it's not terrible, but there's the news week is slow, signings are done, trades are pretty much done at that point. But uh, between, what, the Robert Sarver issues, E-May, uh, now Draymond and Jordan Poole, like, it's actually been a decent time between training camp and summer league. But uh, we wanted to put together a list of uh, comprehensive ideas as far as what could happen award-wise, some predictions. Does anyone want to start with a particular take? I mean, I'm going to go off the, like, off-rip. Don't say, Bucks, the, don't say nothing about the Lakers. <laughs> oh no, I, we're not. We're not going. To, no, I, we're going to leave them out of this. This, they, if they make the playoffs, it will be amazing. Right, yes, we should nice. keep like a scoreboard of just all of our takes, just, yeah. and then like mark them down yeah. as they go. Through. I want this to be like a safe space for takes because, like, I hate the, uh, like the. Uh, I mean, there is like the aspect of freezing cold takes, and like you revisit months after, and like, oh, like that was an awful take, but. You know, like, why not let it, like, if you want to say something, just say it. Like, who cares if we're wrong? Like, you're just, it's just going to happen. That's, that's, and that's what I'm going to say, like, I think Lakers end up being, like, a play-in team. Um, I think this whole Russell Westbrook, just with Pat Bev, I, what, what's the starting lineup? Who's shooting the ball? Besides LeBron, 
LeBron is LeBron the best three point shooter on this team at this point? That's not good. Yeah, yeah if LeBron's your most trusted shooter on the team, like there's there's gonna be an issue somewhere. There's down a huge issue. Now, granted, if AD comes out and we see MVP level AD, then you know, all right, maybe they squeak into like the seventh seed. Right. But the West is deep. The West is super deep. You still got the Warriors on top. Right. Um, the Clippers are back in it. Kawhi's coming back. They're healthy, yeah. Timberwolves, I mean, they taste the playoffs. You know, they got Gobert. I think Ant's going to – Ant's actually, if we're going to segue into that, Ant's my most improved next year. Yeah. That. He was also on my list. I think he's the most improved player next year. Um, I, I saw – like, he. you really saw him take that next step, I think, in the playoffs. And I think you're going to see that again. I think he's hungry. Yeah, he has that right mentality. Yeah. yeah. I think the Suns take a step back. I think that, you know, CP3, that man is cooked. Cooked. Bro. Cooked. He, you can go add him on defense. He's just not the same player anymore. I mean, he's just old. You know, no disrespect. All-time great. Yeah, but it's not particularly his fault at this point. It's just like, yo, father time gets yeah. everybody. Right. Except LeBron so yeah. far. So. And, yeah, and Devin Booker, if he's your best player, like if he's the one where it's like, I need him to be great like in certain clutch situations, he's not that guy. Exactly. And... Aiden doesn't want to be there, to my, like to what I've seen so far. Aiden does not want to be there. I don't even think him and Monty Williams have a relationship at this no, point. They, they said they haven't spoken. Yeah, there was a report that they hadn't spoken since the issue. So, at this point, I don't even think the chemistry's there. I think you got players that don't want to be there. They, have no, they, they don't have a deep bench. Yeah, especially with them. Uh, Cam Johnson is supposed to be moving into that starting role now. And then on top of that... Jay Crowder is trying to get out because he feels like he's not being respected at this point, uh, being moved to the bench. So, I mean, you take away Cam Johnson off that bench, you're looking at what, like Landry Shamit? Uh, campaign? Campaign. Ah, like I, it's just a kind of a weak group. That's a weak group. That's a weak group. No, 100%. So, I just think they're going to take a step back. Um, I think the Mavs take a step back. I think... You know, they didn't really do anything. Yeah, they got Christian Wood, but... They got JaVale. He's a good six-man-of-the-year candidate, too. I don't think he, he might not even start. I heard that they might come off the bench, so that, that's... Really? Yeah, they uh, made an official announcement, I think. it's They signed JaVale to start. Okay. JaVale is interesting. starting center. I'm not mad at that. He's a rim protector. You know, it helped... Like, obviously, we all know Luke is not, you know, the greatest defensive player yeah. in the league, so... I think you got someone back there that can, you know, kind of protect the paint. The yeah. yeah. Um, I think that will be solid for them. But, you know, no, I think the Lakers, if AD is like an MVP caliber, the best chance I see is like seventh seed. He, he has to be. I mean, in my, at this stage in LeBron's career, he has to be the consistent number one. We work yeah. through you. And LeBron, I, I thought LeBron was going to be this kind of in Miami, and then he's just proven just to be like the guy everywhere he's been. But... I've always thought at some point LeBron would embrace being the low twenties, high assists, low kind of lowish rebounds, low for him is like maybe five or six, but just focus on being like point forward, Bron. And, and I think that's what he wants to do. I think yeah, at yeah. this stage, I think that's what he wants to do as well. But it's weird with Pat Bev and Russell Westbrook, two guys who aren't really Pat Bev's not a bad three point shooter, but he's not the ideal like spot up no. like sniper. Russell Westbrook is just terrible, bro. Like he, there's yeah. no way. I, I <laughs> there's try, no I try to talk myself. Yeah, yeah. The disrespect for an MVP. I try to talk myself into it when he got in there. I didn't. I've never really been a big fan of Westbrook, but he has absolutely rotted the Lakers. 
He is he's bad. He's terrible. He's been bad for three years. He's rotted the last few teams he's been on. There's this cult of Westbrook that has that tries to defend him every like every time on Twitter. And I know he's talented. I know he's a great athlete, but he is not good. And I mean, part of that falls on Braun for trying to you know put one of his homeboys on his team. Yeah, I mean, statistically speaking, yeah, great stats. But you also got to look at like. Let me scroll over a little bit on that. When you look yeah. at that field goal percentage, when you look at that turnovers per game, that negates a lot of the other things that yeah. he's doing on the court. And we've seen that. I mean, it is proven he's only a statistical player. You don't even have to look at the stats. You can just watch some of the highlights you see. It's like this dude is taking long twos, hitting the backboard, <laughs> so, like air, like it's, <laughs> multiple it is times. Like, <laughs> like this is like this is really really bad. Like, we gave Paul George a lot of shit when he hit, like, the side of the backboard yeah, in that Nuggets-Clippers game one, one time. Yeah. <laughs> Rustbrook is a whole compilation on Twitter yeah. every week of and just I, hitting the side of the backboard. I I'm hate like, it because he seems like a cool dude. Like, I would, never, I would never do anything, like, crazy like what I've heard of fans, like, calling him West Brick or, like, I would never talk shit, like... Oh, no, I would. West Brick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. I, I, like, to his face. Like, I, I would never be, like, that guy who was, like, that, that angry where I'm, like, yeah. disrespecting that man, like... Like, if I'm sitting courtside or something like that. But, like, I, the, the jokes are funny. Oh, all right, but not all right, not to, dive, like, divulge into, like, just, like, this is a Lakers podcast thing. But I, am I, I uh, in terms of, like, NBA championships, back to, like, who's going to win it all, I think healthy Bucks, I don't think anyone can beat them. I think they're so deep. I'm All right, let me take that back. I don't think that anyone can't beat them, but I think they just have the best shot. I think they should be the, what do they call it, prohibited favorite? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they should be the favorite for it. I think they probably would have been the favorite this past year had they had Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they went to who did they play? They went to seven with Boston. I think it was Boston. Right. Seven yeah. with Boston without, without your Middleton. second best player, yeah. a dude that averaged like twenty five, five and five in the finals. Like, yep. Don't quote me on that off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, to miss that and still manage to go to game seven. Go to game seven. I think they're uh, they're a little weak at the. The guard spots, they're not weak. That might be a bit too far. But outside of Drew Holiday, there's a lot of dudes that I don't necessarily want to depend on. But I think, like, Giannis Why and, Dante? Uh, they still have White Dante? No. Why Dante plays for Dante's the, uh, a, Dante's, uh, the, the Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. Why Dante the Warriors? Yeah. Which is crazy. Because he's nice. Still, but they still got Pat Compton. They still got Grayson Allen. Dudes Pat, that can... No, I'm a big fan of Pat Compton. Wesley Collins. Matthews. Yeah, big fan of Pat Wesley Collins. Matthews. Okay. They still got dudes at George that... George Hill. Sorry. All right. We don't really mention George Hill. <laughs> George Hill is so I, I thought his career was over back in the Paris when he dyed his hair blonde. So, I mean, I haven't thought about that. <laughs> Honestly... Frank Ocean inspired. He also... He also... Biggest pass... For missing that one free throw in the 2018 finals because J.R. Smith uh, Yo, had the biggest he got runner. so lucky. So, like, yeah. George Hill needs to, like, thank J.R. Smith for, for that. Cause, Eternally, bro. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I agree. I think the Bucks are the favorite. I mean, Giannis, I'm a big fan. Probably my second favorite player in the league right now. Um, they went seven last year off the strength of him being just dominant. So, I'm excited to see how he follows it up. Love his mentality. And I think that fully healthy, they probably have the best chance. One thing I really like about Giannis, too, is a lot of times when dudes become an MVP, become like an all-star, or not all-star, but all-NBA caliber player, like on a perennial basis, they kind of get comfortable, and like he has no comfort in him at all. Like Mm -hmm. He's like, yo, I know I'm bad at shooting these threes, so I'm going to like spend the whole summer trying to knock down threes. And like we saw it a little bit last uh, playoffs where like he was legitimately like comfortable taking the three. 
at least enough to keep the defense honest. And I think if he can take like even a a small step, like if he can even be like a consistent thirty five percent, I think they there's no question they're all, they're going back. I mean, that, that dude has an insane work ethic. He's the dude that I look at in the league right now that I'm like, oh, he has the drive. Like, he has that – I don't want to say – but he has that championship mentality. He has that Jordan, Kobe. I'm not going to – like, I'm not saying that he's at the same work ethic right. level as them, but probably pretty close. But yeah. you can tell he is like, I'm ready for multiple rings. Like, right. I am going to solidify myself as an all-time great in this, in this league. Yeah. Um, and that's separate – I mean, if we're going to be – that separates the – Top ten from the rest of the, you know of all time from everyone else in the league because 100%. those I get that those dudes you know that we call that we call, call out in the top ten Jordan Kobe Bron Magic Bird crazy work ethics dudes that wanted to win at all costs and you see that in Giannis and I think that's where you know healthy Chris Middleton healthy Drew Holiday I think they get back and I think they win it all I think they play the Warriors to be honest in the finals and I think the Warriors get back I was thinking Warriors honestly the Nuggets are kind of like if they're fully healthy. They, I think they could go to the finals. I mean, I don't want to overlook them, but they just got to prove it in terms of, like, can Jamal Murray stay healthy? Do they have a third piece with Murray and Jokic and someone else? I don't know who I was going to say. Michael Porter Jr. It's gotta yeah. be, he's got to stay healthy. He, and yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, he's kind of in that, like, I hate to use the word unicorn because I feel like it's been used too much lately, but, like, his at his size, like, 6'10", 6'11", can handle, can shoot. Like, he's, you know... Yeah. One of those type of players in the league where he's just he's too dynamic to really have an answer for. So yeah, I mean they could be dangerous too. And even uh, even some of their like auxiliary players, like Aaron Gordon, obviously didn't turn out to like what Orlando wanted Aaron Gordon to end up being. But I still feel like Aaron Gordon's like a, he's like a solid three and D player, even though he doesn't have like the greatest three point, but he has like the athleticism inside to kind of make up for mm-hmm. not being able to shoot like the new standard of, like, 40%. Like, where 40% used to be, like, really high as a three. Mm-hmm. Like, people are so good at shooting threes now that, like, if you're not shooting 38 to 40, like, you considered a bad three-point shooter, If you, even if you're at, like, 37. But, like, 37% from the three is still, like, 37% from right. the three. Like, that's still a good number. Especially, like, considering your position, too. It's like, if you're shooting 37% and you're a power forward who's, like, that's not really your bag. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's good. Like, I don't... Just because there's an uptick in, you know, uh, the amount of three pointers that are being spent, like don't let that confuse you with the fact that hitting a, a tad bit over one out of every three threes, that's yeah, a good thing. Still very valuable. Yeah. And I think that's for Aaron Gordon. Realistically, like you were saying, yeah, maybe he didn't turn out to he didn't reach his full potential that everyone was talking about when he came out of college. Yeah. He's a starting caliber four in this league. If you don't have like a Giannis or an AD or a, a you know yeah. an All NBA type four. He's a starter, and he can realistically be on most championship-level teams. Yeah. Yeah, like, he definitely has, like, a set of skills that's valuable to a winning team. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's for sure. They also made that really good trade for, uh, what's his name? Uh, KCP? I think KCP yeah, that's a good trade. real nice. I still trade. think they should try and pick up Melo. Bring Melo back to Denver. I think a great bench piece coming up. He can get you... Eight to ten points a game, and off the bench, yeah, that's a great you know that's a great stat right there. And you also have like such a a good starting five and surrounding bench mm-hmm. that you don't necessarily need that from him every night, like the Lakers might have needed uh, in like the previous season, where like yo, like we actually need Melo to get this like this eight to ten, like we need that from right. 
versus like on the uh, Nuggets, like your eight to ten would be like a really nice addition to what we already got going on here. But it, like if you ain't got it one night, it's not the end for us. Exactly, yeah. and I think it's what you go back to earlier. It all is gonna come down to when Jamal Murray comes back. What type of Jamal Murray are we getting? Are yeah. we getting all all star level Jamal Murray? Because mm-hmm. all right, like you you can do something then. And Michael Porter Jr. is healthy. Jokic is a two time MVP. Top two center in the league. It's either him and Embiid. I don't care whichever one you want to put one. But, I mean, they could really, like you said, it just depends on whether or not Jamal Murray and them come back healthy and, you know, can actually hoop. I mean, Jamal, when's the last time Jamal Murray played? Was it the bubble? Yeah. That's the last time I remember yeah. playing, to be honest. That's a long time. Yeah. Zion's played since then. And if Zion's yeah. playing before <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. If you had a record with yeah. Zion for long That's, games, miss. And, like, I am, I guess I can say this, I, I am kind of a Zion fan, like, he's not, he's not from North Carolina, but he's North Carolina adjacent, being from South Carolina, he played a lot of his basketball, high school basketball, like, in North Carolina, so I'm rooting for him, um, I hate, I mean, the jokes were hilarious, and, like, just seeing him potentially eat his way out of the league as a UNC fan looking at a Duke player like that, it's just, like, it's so funny, because, like, there's always something that goes wrong with the Duke player when they're chasing greatness, like... I mean, unfortunately, it was Grant Hill and his ankle. Kyrie Irving has now gotten, like, full, like, weirdo, like, clinically insane <laughs> guy. There's no other way to describe him besides weirdo. Uh, weirdo. And, that, and then it appeared that Zion, for a moment, like, just couldn't stay in shape. He was in the worst city for, uh, to yeah. be in if that was his Gumbo, problem. crab boils, <laughs> yeah. Zatarans. Zatarans. Yeah, crawfish, that's too fast. So now that, now that he's back on track, like, like he'll be great if he's... If he's in shape and he's healthy, he'll be great. So, looking forward to that. They could be a really good team too. They got a lot of like that starting five is like some pretty. They good could be play. dangerous. Yeah. Like Herb Jones was coming out. Who is the other dude besides Herb Jones that's here that was showing out? Um, was it Trey? Is it Trey Murphy the third? Yeah, he was showing yeah. out. Um, even that point guard. I mean, he's gonna be like a backup probably. But uh, what's his name? Alvarado. I feel like he's gonna have one of those careers where he's gonna one a always have a job and two. He's always going to, like you guys said, be a pest, uh, stretch the floor, play make a little bit, yep. get under the skin. Like, he flustered Chris Paul. Like, Chris Paul yeah. was a top five point guard of all time. And he had this man multiple turnovers, multiple yep. backcourt violations, multiple uh, uh, eight-second calls, like all kinds of stuff on Chris Paul. And he's one of those high-energy dudes that comes off the bench that you need that when you have a bench player, you know, yeah. to yeah. keep the spark going, keep the energy up. You know, you see that a lot with, like, these benches that come in, and they don't really have a high-energy guy, and they kind of fall flat, and then the starter's got to pick it back up. I think he keeps it pushing. Um, and like you said, he's a pest out there. You know, he flustered Chris Paul. He's going to fluster whoever he's playing. He's not going to back down. He's got his little uh, corner steal thing going on. Right. That, <laughs> that shit, so I'm whack. sorry. That is, that is so corny. That, whack. that is the corniest <laughs> shit I've seen. It's like, you do that once at the wire, like, all right, I got an easy bucket. But, like, he does, he does that in NBA games. You're just like, come nah, on. That I feels like some real intramural shit right yeah. there. That shit is so hard to me. <laughs> because he's like, nah. I'm yeah. a, he just goes into, like, stealth mode. He gets mad low to the ground. <laughs> See, that's a, having stealth mode. In the NBA, that's crazy. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to be stealth mode in the NBA. Yeah. But yo, if he gonna do it, I'll support you. Oh, yeah. this ninja yeah. stuff. And in the NBA, it's like you're like, if you're gonna play me, play me straight up. Don't play, don't play zone. Don't do this. Yeah, like, just, yeah. like it's hey. supposed to be the best athletes. Oh, nah. play straight up. I'm a Raptors fan. We play a lot of zone. Yeah, that's true. Don't get me started yeah. on boxing one every game. Boxing one. 
I, I, I've always hated zone defense. Oh my yeah, god, I, I get it. Like it is kind of like a not a cop out, but it's all. It is kind of like yo, we are willingly admitting like we can't. We guard can't check out. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna guard a spot, and if you come in the spot, I'll try my best. But if you're in some other spot, it's not my response. Like that's just it's waving the white flag. But is there any other teams you're excited about? I mean, I'm really big on uh, the Sixers. I think they could be a dangerous team. They might be kind of a final sleeper. I'm, I, I love Ty- Tyrese Maxey in transition. I think he's great, good combo guard. James Harden, if he's if he's down at a legit weight and he's coming correct, like I think him and Joel and B could really be like the best one one two punch in the league or one of the best. So um, I'm on the same page as you. Actually, when I was uh, making my list earlier today with like the different NBA superlatives, I actually put Harden as MVP because oh, I wow. think that like I. I don't want to get too caught up in the Harden train because it happens every single year yeah. with like the fitness stuff. But uh, he looks like he's legitimately dedicated to like playing basketball at the highest level again. And I really think that if they just give him the reins and he legitimately accepts it with who he was in 2015, 16, 17, that type of deal... Like I do think he could go. Uh, I do think he could go and win an MVP. And if Harden's playing at an MVP level, and you can get Embiid for what, 60, 70 games, um, I think they have a legitimate shot. Like PJ Tucker is, a, you know, a great three and D player. Does a lot of hustle stuff, kind of similar to what we were talking about earlier. Big fan. Big fan of PJ Tucker. North Carolina ball all day. Uh, Tobias Harris. I mean, he's overpaid. But, like, he does some things that you like. Like, he's kind of like Harrison Barnes if Harrison Barnes made, like, 15 more mil a year. Like, that man is the most overpaid dude in the entire league at this point. Or Tobias. Tobias Harris. Okay. Yo, Tobias there's, Harris. There's Both of them are overpaid. Both of them are overpaid. Yeah. You're right. They have two MVP caliber players, and Tobias Harris is the highest paid player <laughs> on that team. That's wild. That's crazy. Do you all believe that Harden dropped 100 pounds this no. offseason? No. no. I-, I was thinking about that. 100's a lot. Not. So, like... For that to be any what plausible, he'd had to be at max at some point this offseason, 280, 285, 290. And there's no way in hell he's 190, nah. 180 right now. Yeah. 40, sure. Yeah. 50, like he's probably, he might be a solid 220 to 25. Harden's like what, 6'5? 6'4, 6'5. I'd yeah. imagine at 6'5, Harden's probably right now in shape at least like 2. 05 to 215 somewhere in there so you're trying to tell me Harden was 300 pounds like like you said he was on that Zion I mean even even on his at his heavy there's no way he was heavier than 280 there's no way you can't eat that much food in the strip club no No. (laughs) even when like Luca was like they said Luca was like 260 I think was what they said he was when he was looking a little uh, a little thick, a little thick. So uh, and he's just tall too. Like you expect yeah. taller guys to wear more weight. Yeah. Luca's what six eight, something like that. Yeah, seven. something like that. So, he's right there. I mean, you expect yeah for him to for him to like uh, you know weigh 30, 40 more pounds makes sense. But yeah, I, I think James Harden is. I I hope he's in the best shape of his life. He needs to be at this point in his career because I mean he can't he can't really mess around with that anymore. But I've always been a big fan. I like how he creates plays. I'm not the biggest fan of the the over dribbling but I mean he really does know how to create offense out of absolutely nothing and he's a really good passer I think with him having Embiid as a legitimate like equal but being a big man Mm -hmm. a lot of that like no offense to like Clint Capella but like 
I'm be honest. There's like yeah. ten Clint Capellas in the league, bro. Right. Like right. Perdo can do the exact right. same thing as Clint Capella. Run, jump, run, <laughs> yeah, jump, and run, dunk. jump. Yeah. Get these boards, protect the rim type thing. Like having Embiid that can legitimately be an MVP as well. I think we see a big cut down on um, a lot of the over dribbling stuff. And like you said earlier, uh, being a fan of Tyrese Maxey, like I like Tyrese Maxey too. He yeah. busts the Raptors ass. Like it was, it was painful to see a dude like in his second year just be like, nah, game one, give me thirty five, like mad smooth thirty five. Right. And um, yeah, they also added uh, was it DeAndre uh or DeAnthony Melton? Yeah, I've always been yeah. a big fan of him. Uh yeah, big fan, dude. Uh, Wait, is it or Shake Melton or? No, no, Anthony, Anthony Melton. Melton. He used to play in the Grizzlies From the last Grizzlies. year. Who, yeah. Okay, who, who, where's Shake? Is Shake Milton still there? Yeah, Shake Milton. I'm a fan of him. I think he's a good little bench player. So. Yeah, a little bench player. <laughs> bench player. I mean, he's not, <laughs> not wrong. He's not offensive. He's not wrong, though. I, yeah. I no, know. you're not wrong. He's just like a good little bench player. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they, I like they, the... They, they got like a shot. I mean, the Harden and Bede one-two punch really could be like... Yeah. Might be the best one-two punch since Kobe Shaq. Like, yeah, like, it has the potential to be that caliber. Uh, since they just showed Lowry yeah. on the screen. Uh, love my boy Lowry. Uh, the Heat. They look like the... The Heat, in my opinion, looked like they took a step back. Oh, they took, They definitely took a step and back. They I, didn't, yeah, I can't quite put my finger on why they took a step back. Like, for example, Jimmy Butler is still in his prime. Bam is still an ascending player. Like, I do think Bam is going to improve some. Maybe stretch the floor out a little bit more. Uh, towards the three, like, I don't know if he'll ever be, like, a consistent three-point shooter, but at least, like, you know, to a point where you have to, he keeps the defense honest. Like, all the same role players are there. Tyler Hero played really well last playoffs and just last season as a whole. And, like, the only player they lost was P.J. Tucker. But, like, for some reason, it feels like they just lost so much. I, I, I think that's because... I mean, from my perspective, I've always been a big fan of the Heat front offense, uh, uh, front office, and the coaching staff. I mean, being a LeBron fan, I kind of got to see how they operated firsthand. Even prior to that, with D Wade, like they've always been a first-class organization. But I mean, I've always thought that they were gonna try to make a move to put them over the top. They've been like multiple rumors of trading some of the younger players, whether it's Bam or Tyler Hero for someone. Yeah, Donovan I, Mitchell, yeah. Ben Simmons. And I, honestly, even KD was in there for, well, there was, there was probably a little merit to it. I, I mean, I just thought they were going to make some move to bring someone else in because they were so close with being in the bubble and then last year. So for them to lose P.J. Tucker and not to gain anyone and the rest of the East got better, like Cleveland is a lot better. Cleveland's I think, better. I think, Cleveland's I mean, better. we just talked about that with Philadelphia through James Harden getting healthier. Probably got better. I mean, Brooklyn, I mean, if this works out and Kyrie Irving's out on some bullshit and Kevin Durant's, like, healthy and Ben Simmons is good, like, I mean, that's a lot of ifs, yeah. but that's but a team that's going to be... It out really well. Like, if it, all, even, like, if half of those ifs hit, like, they're still a pretty good right. team. Like, right. Like, I'm looking at, like, I would put Milwaukee, like, if everything goes perfectly for all these teams, I'd put Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Cleveland, Philadelphia... For sure, over Miami. Is that in a particular order? Not a particular order. Right. Those are the four teams like I would definitely put above. Did you, me- did you mention Boston? I didn't mention Boston. So in Boston too. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely. I, no matter even with what's going on there, I still put Boston over them. I mean, I'm looking at their like their starting roster is going to be what Lowry, Hero, Jimmy. I think they're talking about starting uh, Caleb Martin. 
So hero three three six Caleb Martin. So so hero Martin. Yeah. Jimmy. Bam. Bam. Who's the Who's the fifth? No, like Bam is the center. Caleb Martin is that. He's is been the playing four? four so far this uh, preseason. Or like you're playing Boston and you put Jimmy on um, Tatum, for example. Now you got Caleb Martin on. You got Caleb Martin on Jalen Brown, like whoa. yeah. There, there's <laughs> just like I just don't think that's gonna work. And then you even talk about going to the Bucks. I mean, same thing. There's just match yeah. match up nightmare. So I I agree. I think the Heat take a big step back this year. Um, which I'm gonna be honest, I'm a huge hater of the Heat. <laughs> Fuck Heat Nation. <laughs> He's yeah. uh, Fuck Heat culture. All that. Fuck Heat culture. I every I swear they got a dude of every single every single dude in the league they got in a Heat jersey ready. In case they got to come to the Heat. I was so annoying when Oladipo went to the Heat because I had seen so many Oladipo in a Heat jersey, like, memes just floating across Twitter, and then it actually came true, and I was like, ah, damn. Like, I can't even hate on this one because, like, they was right. I hate that. So, now I agree. I think the the Heat take a big step back. Um, I don't see them dropping any further than, like, maybe, like, six. But they were, like, teetering one for pretty much all last season. I mean, them and Chicago were, like, I think one and two for a while, right? Yeah, Last Chicago year. had like yeah. a run. And then yeah. Chicago, I don't think they do the same thing this no. year. I don't think Chicago makes the play. The East? Oh, word, really? They might not. Oh, put the, write, that, no, write that down. Okay. Chicago so, doesn't make the playoffs? On the whiteboard here, I have safe space basketball takes <laughs> where I'm going to write down all of our basketball takes that are kind of heady and then uh, our uh, award superlatives. So I'm going to say Cam, make myself a little marker here. Bulls don't make playoffs. We're going to keep each other accountable here. Um, and I, the reason I say that is Lonzo has this like really interesting knee situation. Yeah. And not interesting in a good way. <laughs> it's similar like uh, one of the reports for like Kim Birch, for example, on the Raptors, just because it's kind of a similar situation. He had like a, a knee surgery this summer. And then in that knee surgery, they found out he actually had a torn meniscus while like inside of the knee. And that's kind of what I feel like something similar has to be going on with Lonzo. Because Lonzo's been dealing with a lot of shit with this knee. But we haven't really gotten a lot of clarity on what exactly is going on with the knee. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of feel like there's some, some issues there. And I just honestly, I, Vucevic is not my favorite player like I feel like they would be better suited for like a Clint Capella or Yaka Pertle like we were talking about earlier but I just don't I don't think for a full 82 game season that lineup of uh maybe Lonzo but more than likely I'm assuming like maybe like Io I think that if before this injury and everything I really thought that he could be like an all-star level player and the reason I say that is his his Shot was starting to fall. Mm-hmm. For sure. He is a great guard defender. Like, I'm talking like he's like all defensive. No, nah, he's like level. first, second team all yeah. defense right. whenever he is healthy. We know about his playmaking, passing vision, feel of the game, all of those things. Intangibles that a lot of those things can't be taught. You just got to know the game. Right. I thought he was going to be kind of like a lot of the things that Ruby, uh, Ricky Rubio came in with and then realized he wasn't that. Right. Like the like for example, I don't know if Ricky Rubio was ever like a great defender, but he was always like top five in steals for yeah. like the first couple of years of his career. Yeah. Like I thought Lonzo was gonna be like the elevated level of that where it's yeah. like the same playmaking prowess, but like I'm like an actual guard defender. Not right. just exactly. like I can 
I have a nose for passing lanes or I can yeah. get into the ball. Like yeah. I can legitimately like make defensive stops one through three. He'll yeah, he'll he'll stop you without even trying to block or seal you. He'll just like yeah. Yeah, he'll prevent you from getting a clean look or getting exactly. a shot. Well that that, that goes with him being six six, great Long arms, yeah, yeah, I mean and that's what I thought. Eight. Yeah, and that's where I thought like and he's athletic. He's actually athletic. Oh, yeah. Like people don't he's sneaky athletic. Like now he can bang for Yeah, something. I mean yeah, I yeah. remember at UCLA he was catching alleys, like he he's, was up yeah. there. He's never like built his game around being athletic, which I've no. always respected out of any player who's like that, because like that should be like a tool in the toolbox and not kind of your like only his, thing. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. that, that that only lasts so long. So if you're able to build around that. But yeah, to your point, I mean, I'm a big fan of Lonzo. I, I do like DeMar DeRozan. I mean, his game is a bit inefficient, but I mean, he's I mean, he still puts the ball in the basket. Like, there's something yeah. to be said about he that. He just he's not that dude in the playoffs. No, he's he not. Just, it's he's crazy not him in the to see the switch that like, uh, and obviously I've had a really close look at Demar being <laughs> Raptors fan. It's insane to see a dude that can go get you like 35, 40 points a game. Well, not like average, but like he can have like thirty to forty point games yeah. Yeah. with no threes. Right. <laughs> yeah. But like come playoff time, it's like all right, seventeen, and it's like, and I understand this past uh, when they had like a lot of issues. I'm pretty sure Zach Levine was out like maybe one or two games. Uh, there were some other injuries. Lonzo didn't play obviously. Caruso was in and out. Yeah. Um, so like I understand him not being able like once playoff defense can like really. Like lock into you and be like, all right, cool. We're yeah. not gonna give you this, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I understand not being able to put up the same numbers, but like I feel like he has like such a a body of work of not being able to do it at this point that like I can't really cape for you like that. No, I mean you really can't at this point. I mean he he's kind of proven who he is. It's not like he's like a new dude in the league that we're still looking at. Yeah. How many years has he been in the league now? Ten. Yeah, around that's probably yeah. a little bit more. Like, I think he got drafted in two thousand nine. If I'm like, so plus that, so, yeah, like, we know who he is. We, we, we yeah, know exactly surprises in his game. We're get you're gonna get what you're gonna get. Yeah. I mean, and yo, give him his dues. Like, dude was an MVP in, in the MVP discussions last year because yeah. sure. he was hooping for right. like a legit like third of the season. Like he was at least top five yeah. in the MVP conversation. No, like, I, I mean, I look at myself as a Lakers fan slash a Hornets fan. I would like him on either team. Like that's like I, I like his game enough where I want him on my team, but. In terms of like leading a team or being a centerpiece, like we all know how that kind of works. Yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, for sure, I know how that works. Out. <laughs> but like, I kind of felt I that's kind of the position they put him in with the Bulls is hey, like he is the best player on that team. I mean, depending on how you feel about Levine, like I think that uh, Demar may have like one more year of just being better before like not to say that he's just gonna fall off a cliff, but like like I said, father time gets everybody, especially gets a dude everybody. that can't shoot the three. Like, ah, yeah. like how long is yeah. you going to be at, like, because yeah. your That's athleticism big. matters so much more when you can't shoot yeah. the three. Like, you got to be able to not only get to those mid-range spots, but you also got to be able to get to the basket. And with the way that NBA defensive works or defenses work now with, like, rim protection and things like that, like, the athleticism matters a lot more. And because the athleticism matters a lot more, you do end up with, like, certain, like, ceiling gaps as far as, like, age goes. Yeah. And, like, what's funny about DeMar is, like, there's no way, in terms of degree of difficulty, that a three-pointer is more difficult than the shots he takes. Like, just take two steps back, bro. Yeah, like it's, ma- it's got to be mental. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, it has, it has to be, to be a thing I'm sure, like, I mean, he came up right in the middle of, like, the Kobe Bryant, like, and he's an L.A. guy, so, like, these contested long twos, like, these are the shots that you take. 
And I, I guess as he got into the league, especially like I would say like a couple years in, like we started to fade away from like long twos, mid range twos because of the rise of analytics. But for sure, like he's definitely a, a Kobe student, right? But, uh, similar to what you were talking about with like the rise of analytics. Uh, like one player I like to look at a lot is like Roy Hibbert, which is like crazy because no one ever talks about Roy Hibbert. But like on those Pacers teams, like he was like a a integral part of those teams yeah. for a 100%. great span of time. Like to the point where didn't Roy Hibbert make an All Star team? I think he did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was bullshit. But yeah, <laughs> that was in that time of like there is was that, no centers. Is in the that league. the Mark Gasol Depoy year? But he's second team deep. Yeah, that yeah. All, the, the league was wild then. That was nah, the dark days. That was the dark days of the NBA. But um, I guess to say, uh, like he was a very integral player oh, yeah. on those teams, and then two years later, he's not even in the league because of just how that. Sh- I'm sorry, Victor Wembanyama is crazy. Yeah, so yeah, we're, we got the Victor. What, what is it? Wembanyama. 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 I call him Dubs. Yeah. I call him VW Dubs. We call him. Yeah, he about to be. V-dubs. He stay he stay healthy through his career. I mean, he's a legit unicorn. Oh like, yeah, I know. Like Porzingis had the injury. And he not doing that. He not doing that. <laughs> not with that. He had some fadeaway in the corner, and I was like, he he looks like a guy where you're just messing with the sliders on creating a play. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh how how tall can he be? Like ding 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 seven five. All right, like, okay, cool. He, he can shoot threes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he can handle bump, the rock. Bump the three up to ninety. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> All right, not to keep it on kind of the basketball subject, but moving it a little because we got the Nets and Heat are coming up. And speaking of the Nets, Blake Gl- uh, Blake Griffin's like possible new kid with Lana Rose. Yes, yes. No, so, that baby looks just I'm like. I'm glad we're talking about this. This is the stuff I kind of eat up on Twitter because I am all about random pop pop culture knowledge. Hell yeah. Um, I am not too familiar with Lana Rhodes' work. I know what she did. I know that she's kind of. Shifting into this entrepreneur oh, mobile nah, type thing. She might be Mount Rushmore. Yeah, <laughs> no, she got the Mount Rushmore. I, I, follow her, I follow her on the gram. I'm very aware of what she has done and what she does. And it's just so funny to hear that Katie was caught up on there. But there's a picture that circulated the net recently that it is clear that, that is Blake Griffin's baby. That is a Blake Griffin and baby. <laughs> I, I've even investigated this where I've watched some Lana Rhodes interviews and she's your Dr. Phil shit, bro. I thought I mean, you were going to say I watched some Lana Rhodes. I'm deep in the weeds on this shit and she mentioned once that like she was looking for a guy that has like superior genetics and uh, like that's what she, she was looking for but also watching Blake Griffin interviews he's very very proud of the fact of how you know how well he takes care of his body how his mom was a health nut so if you kind of put two and two together I felt like okay this is him and I saw that picture and I know Blake Griffin just got divorced and I know he's kind of a wild boy so yeah oh no 100%. it's 100% yeah. his kid I saw that I was like well, it's definitely not KD's. And KD's lame, too. Like, KD's not, like... I know she didn't want his balding. Like, yo, he need to come... First off, KD need to come home. Well, KD... Nah, KD need to come home. KD is... Like, aside from that, they're like, KD is I eat, drink, sleep, basketball. He doesn't yeah. put lotion on. Like, I, 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 know he, I know he's cool with some rappers and stuff like that, and I know he's been out and stuff, but, like, he just doesn't strike me as a guy who's, like, like on the scene. Like, he just wants to play basketball. That's yeah. it. Also, she kind of talked, not to be that dude that's, like, playing to, like, sentiment, but she kind of said in the interview, she was like, yo, um, uh, don't have, uh, children with, like, NBA players, because they're, like, pieces of shit or something like that. And for some reason in my mind, I can't imagine, like, KD neglecting a kid. 
But Blake Griffin? No, I, I, can see Blake Blake I can see him on his Tristan Thompson shit. Yeah, well, like, he, I saw some video of him on Twitter like a couple years ago. It was him looking up at the Drumotron, and it was the, uh, it was like the Detroit Pistons cheerleaders like just dancing, and the the, the caption of the tweet was you know like this brother is starving. Like I, I'm, I'm sure this guy, <laughs> I'm sure out of everything he's been through with his ex girl, and like he, I, there was rumors of him paying like ungodly amounts of child support. Like he probably saw Lana Rhodes and. That was a good situation, and like, you know, it happened. Which, hey, I mean, I, mean, I see Lana Rhodes, and like, yeah, I was Blake Griffin. But, I don't, I don't him. Yeah. I just know that Blake Griffin is very popular amongst the ladies. So the fact that it happened like that, like, it kind of, like, it's kind of unfortunate. Like, he, I, he seems like a guy that can get any other girl. So, I saw a meme. It was a. Uh, the uh the OJ praying hands of uh, photo and it was like when you finally beat the Lana Rhodes charges. Oh yeah. Ah damn. I mean she she held out for I mean yeah, I'm gonna give her credit. She didn't say who the father was for a minute. I mean it was a yeah, long I, time. I she still hasn't really think she said has who it. it is. Oh, so. I think I think that was her way of like there's no way you can get around right. it at this point. Right, right. But yeah, yeah. it was revealed in a podcast with her ex-boyfriend and uh, Logan that. Paul, yeah, and with Charlemagne, so someone was like, uh, "Who's the baby?" Charlemagne was like, "Who's the baby daddy?" And the dude's like, "Uh," and then I think Logan Paul said that loud, and then they bleeped it out. So that's when the speculation kind of yeah. ramped up because he was like, "It's some big NBA player who played for the net." There, there was like breadcrumbs and Easter eggs like dropped, like you could speculate to Easter eggs. <laughs> I we had a whole drama series. <laughs> Bro, I'll tell you, I, I, I have followed this shit very Game intensely <laughs> just because I was curious. Speaking of Blake Griffin, it's kind of crazy that like the whole Eme situation happened, and then there was like, nah, let's bring in Blake Griffin, another dude who happens to like teabag staff members and make them touch his junk. Like that's just such a crazy hire. Like twenty four hours. That later. organization, like. I'm not saying like there's, I'm not speculating as to like if there's anything else that has gone wrong in there, but to your point, that's a wild move dealing with that and bringing him in. It's like, yeah, yeah, like Blake Griffin has like a history of just like, like we've seen a video of him like pushing an assistant's head into his nuts. Like that's just so crazy. To me. Hey, we'll be honest, but Boston's a wild organization. Yo, I'm a hit, I'm a hit hard as a Lakers. Uh, no, you a Lakers fan? So I'm, I'm a hit hard. I expected you I to get that. I saw all the email thing. I was rubbing my hands together. I was like, ooh, this is juicy. They like, got him. Got his ass. Like, yeah, crumble this organization. Yeah. So yeah. like, but that, but if we're gonna be real, like, come on. But like, it's known the Boston fan base and organization. They kind of just. They're not the greatest. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, B- Boston sports fans generally are just bad. I mean... There's no way around it. Right. right. If and you I, had to name... Sorry to cut you off. If you had to name the top five most annoying franchises in the NBA... In the NBA? Okay. Who would they be? Are we taking bias out of this for our teams? Annoying franchises. Oh, no, we don't have to, but I'm going to throw Raptors at five. We we haven't always been up there, but since the championship, we've been a Don't little in well, so I mean, Honestly, I never met a Raptors fan until you, and just based on what I know about you, yeah, they're up there. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I'm one dude. Uh, no, damn, I'm not. Data set. Uh, I guess him and Drake, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me and Drake, we represent. Like, we are. I annoying. mean, I think you got to throw in like Boston's got to be up there. Boston, because Boston like Both? they're just. LA's top five. Both, bo- bo- both, both Boston, LA's or just Lakers? Both Boston's No one cares LA. enough about yeah. the Clippers to be annoyed. Fair oh, enough. Like, yeah, I'm with you on the Lakers. I gotta put the Heat. Fuck the Heat. Heat are up the heat there. Gotta be up heat are top five. I don't know. The Knicks? I, I'm feeling Philly. The Knicks? We'll I see. don't know. See, I think the Knicks are like realists now. They're like, 
we just garbage. No, see, but like this, some of those side talk videos, like nah, Nick's right here, baby. That's we've true. been seeing that, like Bing Bong, mm, fuck your life. Yeah. Like, we've seen it. So my thing is, all right, we said L.A., Boston, Philly, Heat, Knicks, Raptors get to slide out to six. Like we, yeah, we're not I, as annoying. Yeah. Wait, wait, did we mention Philly? We didn't mention Philly, but I would agree with Philly. Philly got Philly it. sports. So, fans. Wait, run over the list again. So we got L.A., Boston, in no particular order: L.A., Boston, Miami, Knicks, Philly. I would put. I'm not mad at that. I would put the Miami at right fifth. If, if I'm ordering it, I'm putting Miami at five, but and I, I definitely put Philly, New York above that. Because I mean, the Heat fans aren't bad. I just hate the Heat organization from the standpoint of the Heat culture. Like when you dig, when you yeah. like, I've always wondered what exactly that meant. And like when I like listen to a podcast about it, or like I dig deeper on the internet, it was just like a bunch of cliches. Like first one in the gym, last one out. Um, uh, next man up, like it's just shit that you always like you hear from like a sixth grade SBYB team where like I'm reckless. Yeah, team. like bro, so, every team has this exact like, same. The only thing I believe that they do better is that they take physical conditioning to another level. That like all players have to be under what like eight, uh, like uh, like fat like body percentage or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, like yeah, I, like they do a good job of that, and like I know everyone but Kyle Lowry has like adhered or adhered to that rule. So. I mean, they do a great job yeah, in that not, No, no Kyle Lowry slander. On this no, I'm not, I'm not slandering him. He's, he's still great at that, at, at, at being, you know, at that weight. But I'm just saying, like, shout out to them for all being on the same page in that regard. Because that's not easy in professional sports. Like, no, it's not. So, I mean, it's they, not. they do win that. They do win that, but, like, they still annoying. Like I said, like, every year, like, I already see it on Twitter now. They're already talking about, oh, we're going to get to the finals this year. And I'm like... Y'all not y- y'all are not even close to getting to the finals this year, and I you hear and they talk all their shit on Twitter. You hear like you were saying, you hear about the heat culture, and it's just like I just don't want to hear it. Like especially for just a mid team. Like yeah. listen, I love Jimmy, but like I can't sit here and be like, oh Jimmy's like one of the top. Is Jimmy a top ten player in the league? No. Is he top fifteen? No. No. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Jimmy might be a top fifteen player in the. league. He's if he is, he's at like he's, 13, 14, 15. I'm not saying he's like seven or six, but he's top fifteen. Do we have any? Uh, is there any more uh, basketball takes? Uh, I do want to broach on um, the Hornets. Just like we're all living yeah, in we all live in Charlotte. I have absolutely no expectations for this team aside from having fun at their uh, basketball games. I was very hyped to hear that they got a new what head chef. That the food's gonna be better yeah, there because because be that might be the only redeeming quality of watching that team play oh, aside from Lamelo Ball. It is completely awful to see what that franchise has turned off, turned into, with one of their players possessing drugs. Uh, uh, oh, Montrezl Harrell. When one of them beating his wife to a pulp, like like this Miles is Bridges, yeah, I mean, on the cusp of a bag. Yeah. Plus the fact that like generally, and I mean Lamelo is great, but seeing him out, at, you know, metro area with a porn star, like it shows that this team isn't really locked in on actually taking themselves seriously, like. I know, like Charlotte isn't viewed as like a a, a big market, but it, it's 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 like the median. It's a, it's a it's a lot more attractive than a handful of NBA cities. Yeah. 
So to see that, you know, some of these players Yeah, I got us over Oklahoma City all oh, day. Oklahoma, Maybe, like, oh, for sure. Yeah. Oklahoma City, Utah, Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah. Um, yeah, nah, we out here. No, yeah, I mean, Indiana, we're about some... Detroit, like, yeah. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not going to talk about Detroit on here. Yo, we're going to stop that right now. No slander on Detroit. Oh, the no slander list. Kyle Lowry in the whole city of Detroit. <laughs> we're going to stop that. Nah, my favorite thing about Detroit is Detroit rappers just take the NBA and make the wildest punch. Detroit, wait, wait, Detroit Raptors? No, Detroit Rappers. Oh, like, oh, oh, you're right. Like, yeah. Sada may be saying, like, yo, he got muscles for no reason. Eric Bledsoe is just the craziest thing I've ever heard of. My big ass shotgun looked like Lori Marketing. They, like, all, try, they all on that Eminem shit. They all just trying to be the next M. Is no. that the best rapper y'all got for these days? Saturday. I mean, if we go to say like, best, rap, best rapper out of Detroit? Like, like, like these best days. Rapper ever Today, no, 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 no. Like, these, like, these days. Right now? Oh, yeah. Big Sean. Big Sean. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, you just go slander Big Sean. Uh, Big Sean. Punchline King. <laughs> Punchline King. Bro, I, I, was in, I was in the whip with a, with a buddy driving back from Charleston, and we listened to, uh, I forget what song, but I heard that. She put that thong on my groin, groin, and then it go boing. And I was like, Boy, this guy is trash. After the, after the quagmire giggity giggity yeah, bar, I was like, man, this guy stinks. Hey, man. <laughs> But he, he having a kid. Oh. Hey, yo, you know, respect to him. He about to have a kid um, with uh, Janae. Yeah, which. Yeah, hey, yo, he landed her. That's a dub in life. That, that's, that's a that's dub. A w. Some things are just bigger than rap. Some things are bigger than rap. Some things are bigger than rap. So he got it. the dub on that. But, hey, yo, no, I mean, no no Detroit slander out here. But, I, no, I'm a, and this is me being a Detroit kid. I think Detroit and Michigan as a whole is better than, than Charlotte. Just because you got more. You got a more dense population. Like, you exit Charlotte, where are you going? Lake Norman? Nah, I'd be up in Belmont like that. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my like, God. What? I mean... I'm going to let you have that, because I ain't never been to uh, Detroit. Like, so, I'm going to let you have that, but... But, I mean... The, I don't know. The, the, the Great Recession hit Detroit hard, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. They on the come up now. We're not... This is not going to be... Again, we're not going to have a Detroit slander podcast. You, you're no, from Asheville. No, it's not. Asheville Asheville is a popular tourist destination now. Bro, I'm from finished. a hole-in-the-wall farm, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I'm <laughs> I'm not, not the shitting. one to talk to I'm about I'm just saying this. that Charlotte is a somewhat attractive place for at least if you get drafted there. Like, cool, it's agree. a cool place to start my career. To see these guys acting up, and I'm just like, come on, y'all. It's a little tough. It's, I, I would say we're even better than Orlando. First, yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Orlando has Disney and Universal. Actually, All no. right, but if you you have to be into Disney if you want like yeah. okay okay cool yeah. if you're talking about just city then like yeah I'm yeah like because if you just look at the city like if you don't really want to fuck with Detroit like or um with uh Disney like that then yeah. like what are you doing in Orlando? Yo, worse adult Disney adult or Harry Potter adult? Uh, both. I ra- I, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. He said, "Nah, we don't even have to." Pick. I probably yeah, say. Why are you throwing shots? At, why are you throwing shots at I, his? At his I probably say Harry Potter adult. I've definitely See, dated. I've dated both Disney adults and I Harry Potter adults. Disney adults are uh, way Disney worse. adults are way worse because they'll be like, "Hey, where should we go on vacation?" Disney. Oh All yeah, right, yo, oh, not. that's true. That's true. If you're going to Disney at oh, like over 21 and you're going with another adult, that's awful. I'm not saying like I'm not saying you can't do it, but like. That's not the only spot I'm visiting. No, like, bro, like, go. Yo, Tahiti is also no, I'm saying go. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I've been to Disney once. Epcot is cool for adults. What I'm yeah. saying 
if you if you're going multiple times as an adult with other adults, that's weird. If you're going, yeah, like if you're going once to relive your childhood, yeah. like if you got a yearly like trip planned to Disney, like yeah. I, I, I kind of got some questions. I don't, I don't ride with that. All right, yeah. and you wear like the Disney ears in the park and everything, yeah. like hey, yo, no, I, no, but go as many times as you want to your kids, though. As someone who. As someone whose ex-girl made him a, pet, a set of custom Disney ears, like, yeah, nah. Yeah. Not hey, yo, but your girl made your, your girl made you do it? All right, that's a pass, though. That's a pass. That's a because pass. You're, hey, yo, we, we've all done things for our girls that we don't want to do, that you kind of just got to take a bullet Honestly, that's just like, having right. a girl. Like, you're going to do some shit that you like, just you don't want to do. Wanna yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. So I'm going to give you a pass on that, but, like... I know. If us as the homies were like, I hey, yo, we I wore them for like 45 Disney. minutes. It's on me too. Yeah, I mean, I, I just hate. I liked Disney growing up, so like I could, I, I kind of like see where a Disney adult comes from. I've never liked Harry Potter. I'm not a big fan of fantasy. Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Game of Thrones, never been my thing. Uh, I don't hate on it. It's just not my thing. Nah, it is my thing, and I'm still on the uh, the same side as you. Yeah, so I respect it. <laughs> like, you probably can't name anybody with more, like, collective Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, Star Wars, like, knowledge than myself, and I'm, I'm just being honest, but nah, hey. same side as you, but... Yeah, no. Like I'm a Star Wars adult, but like I'm not going out. Oh, I'm, a, I'm not walking around the streets with the lightsaber on. Now I'm gonna tell you this: I'm a Star Wars adult. My ass would be in Star Wars world making my own lightsaber. Oh I'm no! Like I'm, I'm like at some point I'm gonna have to kick it there. Like I'm, I might have to because it's been I haven't been to Disney since 20, 2017, 2016, 2017. Yeah, twenty sixteen. That was that. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that summer. Yeah, uh, so. I mean, I am do a trip to Disney, but at the same time, I kind of want to do it. Uh, what's the? It's Disneyland, the one that's on the in California. Yeah, I think Disneyland. I kind of want to go to the other side just because I also haven't been to California, so two birds one stone. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know. Like, I haven't been to California either, and I don't know if I'm making that effort to go there. I'm going to California for the first time. I mean, it's okay, Anaheim. that's true. Like, you can just yeah. be in LA and be like, I'm gonna pop over for the day to to Anaheim and go to Disneyland. Yeah, again, I don't know if I'm making the effort to go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was like, no, nah, I'm doubling down. Yeah. I'm not going there. All right, we we were talking about like your girls making you do stuff like that you you don't necessarily want to do if you're in a relationship. You know, we we were talking about this earlier. Like, if you had to give your younger self a piece of advice about women, what would it be? Can I go That's first? Really good question. Uh, if I had to give myself a piece of advice about women in general, it'd probably be... Let me get mad vulnerable for a second. It'd probably be stop watching porn, like, early. Because, like, porn shifted my identity of, like, what I thought one sexual relationships were like and also uh, what women were in general were like. Yeah. And those expectations are just unfair to a certain degree. And, like, when you're younger... Like, now as an adult, like, I kind of understand, like, how the porn industry works. Obviously, I'm not in right. it. But, like, I understand that, like, it does frequent in fake bodies and uh, yep. unnatural uh, sexual relationships. Like, these things are not necessarily comfortable in a way that, like, you would want your, like, day-to-day girlfriend or right. sexual partner to be comfortable with and, like... That would probably be my thing. Like, if I could just go back to, like, me at, like, 14 and be like, yo, stop watching porn. Like, but I do agree with you. Like, <coughs> if I'm going to be honest, I think for me it was, I can't, I, I would go into, especially, like, relationships with the mindset of, like, all right, I got to treat these women like queens to keep them around. And I wish someone would have been like, hey, yo, like, 
be treated like a king yourself. Like, Ooh, don't just be getting yeah. rolled over That's on. Like, don't one. take... Because, like, one. I think for a long time in a lot of my relationships, I would just take the shit. I would just be like, yo, they don't have to treat me right because I'm the man. Yeah. And I got to treat you, like, in the most, like, spectacular way because you're supposed to be my queen. But nah, I wish, like, I someone that. had been like, yo, you're, like, just because just because you treat her like queen, do that. Tre- they should treat you like a king. Because I, I mean, we and we've talked about this. I've had so many relationships where I've been treated like absolute shit. Honestly, probably up until like age 24, I legitimately yeah. like thought that my per not like my purpose purpose for like living, but like my purpose in relationships was like, of course, typical things like, like, yeah, you have to be a provider and like a protector, like those like things that you should right. be regardless. But I also thought that like, Hey, yo, you just gonna have to take being treated like shit, like on the like. You just got to take that to the chest, like yeah. that's just what it is, and it's really not that way. Like it's, it's something that I had to learn that like not nah, like you're just picking the wrong women and exactly. or not setting the correct boundaries for how you like deserve to be treated. And I think that and like even piggybacking on that, it, it kind of ties hand in hand. Like I think that com- like I always was like, oh, I need to be the one that's always compromising. Instead of it being like, yo, she needs to compromise, like, some shit for herself as well, like, to make me feel good. Like, if it's things like, I, I can't be the, like, a relationship can't be one-sided compromises all the time. Right. And yeah. I think when I was growing up, I was like, oh, my girl doesn't, like, all right, I'm, I'll, I'll take the L on this. Because, like, I just felt like that was my yeah. duty as the man. As the man yeah. to take the L when, like, neither of us want to take an L, but, like, yeah. somebody got to take an L here. It's like that picture, I'm not sure if y'all seen it on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, but it's like... The guy is like, like the girl's kind of like in a fetal position on the ground. The guy's like standing like with yeah, a team. Yeah, all, the, all the, the guards like, grenade are hitting him and in the knives. Back. Like, and, like you're kind of yeah. To your point, kind of talks like protect your wife at all costs from that, or your girl from that at all costs, and then eat that up and like kind of take like just take the beating on behalf of her. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, relationships should be a reciprocal thing where you kind of you know giving and taking you know equally at certain times, and you, I mean it, it should be balanced. So. It yeah. should be. And I, I'll be honest, like, he said 24 to I probably learned that in the last year. Just going through, like, yeah, you know, my own mental health struggles, going to therapy. I realized, like, oh, yo, I have to set my own boundaries. I have to be the one that's out here, like, I deserve to be treated right. And if someone's not willing to treat me right, they don't deserve my time. And yeah. I think it took me a really long time to come to, like, like these women, like, if they're not treating me right, they don't deserve my time then. Yeah, I like, never. I like I, that. It takes that so long as a man to like kind of figure some of that stuff out. Like. Yeah, I never had that mentality growing up ever. I was always willing to be just treated like shit and like take the L's on everything because I was like, yo, that's just what I'm. That's just to what do it as a is. Man. Yeah, and I think like, and I hope that's like you know the culture is changing for that. I I wish I could have told my younger self I would have avoided so many just bad relationships. Um, or bad dating cycles or anything like that if I would have had that advice younger because, you know, I think I struggled for a really long time with myself, you know, trying to just deal with that because I was like, oh, like, why do I always feel like shit in these relationships? Yeah. Looking back, oh, I, because like I wasn't being I didn't prioritize myself or like I didn't set like a boundary like, hey, I'm not going to let you treat me this way just because. Exactly. So I think like, I, 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 I think... I don't know where I'd be. I mean, you know, we all got to end up where we're going to end up. I'm a firm believer in, you know, the path that I took landed me in this seat right here sitting next to y'all. So I'm not going to be upset about it. For sure. But, you know, if that could go back and tell my younger self, I wish I would have had that knowledge at a younger age. Um, I think it would have hurt me a lot of heart. It would have saved me a lot of heartbreak. Word. I feel that too.
got something to... Yeah, so mine is, I mean, it's, it's kind of cliche, and I mean, I hate to be that guy, but one thing I've learned and I've heard from other people is that, uh, I mean, the, the, the rules kind of like being yourself, but women have, like, they, they like all different types of things, so to to act as if you're something you're not or to kind of try to be something you're not or like not embrace that is, isn't like isn't a good idea so yeah for example like i mean short tall fat skinny dumb smart bald dreadlocks like those all those guys i've just types of guys i mentioned have all probably been married in, in just the history of civilization yeah. so so for you to like not be comfortable if you're if you're short or too tall or if you're losing hair or you know overweight or underweight like don't worry about that because i mean like you'll, you'll you'll find a partner you know yeah who appreciates who you are for you and that's the most important thing so just kind of embracing that because I, I think when i was younger especially in middle school when you're not too sure of yourself you're kind of like you're always thinking that you need to be like the the best looking version ever to, to actually right. have a girl and you don't really have to be like you know the like the what America or the world's ideal of attractive is to be in a really good relationship like that. That it, one is not a prerequisite for the other. So. Yeah, you gotta you gotta find the person that's like willing to accept. Sounds crazy because that's not really what I mean. But someone that like likes you for like who you actually are. Because yeah. if you don't like, if you do put up those fronts that we all end up putting fronts up for, like if someone falls in love or like really or is really attracted to like the front of you that you put up mm-hmm. like you can't maintain that forever yeah. at some point you're going to have to be who you actually are right. and it's going to it can become a problem like that's yeah. a real thing like well, I'm a, oh go ahead I was going to say cuz it goes back to like what you were saying like your best version like that's why like a lot you see a lot of people like oh I got to get all the designer shit I got to yeah. wear like I got to wear the Gucci I got to wear the whatever it's like you, yeah. you know like just be you. Like, if that's what you want to wear, like, by all means, go. But, like, don't be like, yo, I'm about to get this Gucci because, like, I think it's going to, like, it's going to yeah. attract me. Because I'm going to pull girls right. off the yeah. Gucci right. street. Exactly. Like, nah, so it's like, just not, yeah. it doesn't happen like that. And, oh, yeah. And I was, because I, like, I mean, I feel like we all did this in college. Like, I dressed because, like, whatever I thought, like, the women in college wanted me to dress like, I dressed like. It wasn't until I got out of college. I was like, I'm going to get my own stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to fucking yeah. wail oh, on yeah. my t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want some man playing polo. What the yeah. fuck is this? Yeah. So, you know, and, yeah. And, and that's kind of, I think we all went to that phase of, we've had situations where we've, in terms of how we dress or how we act, like we, we may have conformed to something, but as you get older, you realize like, you, like you try your best to be yourself, embrace that. And like, I do believe in being the best version of yourself to the extent mm-hmm. that like, I mean, work out if you can, like read books, like try to, try to like find ways to make yourself a better person, mm-hmm. but don't, don't like don't let that deter you from dating just because you can find the person who's right for you and who appreciate you physically, emotionally, and spiritually for, you know, exactly who you are. No, I agree 100%. And you, that's where you can't force, like, oh, I, I want this type of, like, I hear a lot of guys always say, like, oh, I want this type of woman. Why, why like, why are you limiting yourself to just a particular type yeah. of women? Like, yeah. you, you're, you're closing yourself off to... 75% so many, of other, like, women. other yeah. women that like could potentially like really right. care about yeah. you for who you are and you so focused on having a girl that does like one specific or looks a specific way when like you could just be happy. Like I, how many guys I hear like oh I want the blonde girl that wears the Lululemon with the Labradoodle dog like yeah. Yeah. I ain't trying to throw shade but I'm a little keep throwing shade a little <laughs> yeah. bit right now. I get you. Yeah, I saw on Hinge that like one, one of her one of this girl's prompts was like uh, I'll fall for you like if you can rock like this brand and I'm just like 
Like, why, why does that matter? Like, that's man, I can rock any brand. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm nice like that. Right. It's like, I, like, it just shows that the girl <laughs> obviously right. won. Like, have you seen me in the old navies? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm nice like, in the old navies. Oh, excuse him, but We're going to excuse him for right now for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> just got to get in his bag real quick. Nah. Yo, using your podcast to appeal to women is crazy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad at it. Like, hey, yo, shoot your shot. Yeah. So, you know, I get that. But, no, I mean... I was I like I, I mean when I was on Hinge before I got into a relationship like I was on there it was yo how many prompts is all the same you know what do you do on Sundays or whatever whatever it was and it was yeah. always like mimosas or like yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. how do I have mimosas tequila? are not a personality curing trait. my hand curing like, my hand either like yeah. if I had to see another thing but mimosas tequila or whatever like yo I'm or avoiding the Sunday yeah, scary I'm tired of this yeah. like yo y'all like. That's why I'm like, yo, y'all are just being the like, it's the same type of women, and I think that's a little bit of a product of where we live, um, like yeah. in this particular area. Without revealing our neighborhood, obviously, because <laughs> we all live here, but like, yeah, that is kind of the vibe of the neighborhood. But if you in Charlotte, you know that you know. Nah, if you in Charlotte, you, you know, know exactly what neighborhood we're talking around right now. Uh, yeah, I mean that, that's for sure. So I mean, you, it's tough when you live in a place like that because you. You feel like even as an adult, you still have to like conform to that. But um, you know, I mean, just, just embrace it and like, uh, I mean, you, you'll, you'll hopefully like. I'm always a. I like thinking I'm a positive guy. You'll find what you know what's for you. It's crazy too, cause like whenever I whenever I am just being myself and who I naturally am, like I do feel like I attract way more women, and that standpoint. And then somehow like I do end up falling back to like okay, this is the area, let me fit into, like, the area versus, like, who I actually yeah. am. To do oh, that yeah. for someone else. There's no return on investment yeah. in the strip club. There's no return on investment. <laughs> like, I know I made a joke, like, a couple seconds ago, but realistically, at the strip club, like, you are there for, like, if you, don't, if you don't like the environment of yeah. the strip club, then, like, you're Jesus. not going to have a good time. You're not going to have a good time. I'm going to be honest. I, I feel so bad going to a strip club, though, like, I'd be throwing them dollars so tentatively. I'd be like, "No, nah, I'm I, a different dude in the strip yeah. club." Like, I, mean, I'm, I, I kind of let them. I kind of let the ones go when I go. I, I, I like strip clubs. Oh, you've been I, making it rain. I don't make it rain. Oh, so you got it. it like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. No, I'm saying like if I pull up with like 300, that 300 is even my like. Oh, you oh, said you nah. ain't coming. Let me rephrase it. Nah, nah, let's nah. We, let's get into this. He said I'm not coming home with my ones. Like, <laughs> I'm saying I don't. I don't want to make it sound like I have it like that because I really don't. I know, but, but it's just funny to say it. I, when, if I if I ever go with X amount, it usually leaves my hand pretty quickly. So yeah. what I'm saying is I'm not. I'm not prudent in a strip club. I'm yeah, like, like you're not like the dude that's like, like that. nah, do more yeah. for my wife. Especially <laughs> if I see one that's like, okay, this is going to be fun. I like the vibe. I mean, I, I like that type of music too. Like, I'm, I am a fan of strip clubs like music. Like, that is... Yeah, I want to hear some 2 chains. <laughs> yeah, like, that's just fun. Like, I'm going to enjoy my youth. I don't want to be a guy who's like, mm, no, those are gross. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> those are yeah. gross. Yeah. I think maybe our thing is we don't come from a a city with like a really good strip club culture. Well, like, I mean, for I, example, I, I correct you there before the pandemic. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before the pandemic, the strip clubs here were kind of lit. But I feel like if you go to like a, an Atlanta or a Miami or at one point New York, maybe not New York so much now, like Sounds you could go to the strip club and like everyone was on the exact same page. The vibe was the same across the board. Like everyone had a plan versus like here... 
I don't think everyone like buys into like the culture of it. Nah, nah. And because everyone doesn't buy into the culture, it seems like I mean we are in the South, so it does seem a little taboo times, but like I have a good like for example, if it's a weekend, right? It's a Friday or a Saturday, like what are the chances that any one of us spends a hundred dollars like anywhere? Not necessarily just at the strip club, but like if we bar hop the three bars, like what's the chances that one of us spends a hundred dollars? It's much, very likely. How much did I drink beforehand? Exactly. How much did I drink before? <laughs> like are you saying like yeah, what's the likelihood of me spending a hundred bucks at a bar? That's what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Very likely, yeah. And so for like average dudes who were just like, yo, we work like good jobs and we just, you know, live within our means and have fun. Like, going to the strip club, for example, and then just, like, getting $100 out. Like, I was going to spend $100 this weekend anyway. I just happened to be spending it at the strip club right. with the homies. I, I, that's, that's, that's crazy. A, that's some set behavior. I mean, hey, you know what? I'm not going to hit, like, we've all been at some okay, point. Lowry? We've all been sprung. We've all been. We've all no, been we've sprung. all been sprung. And we've all been simps at one point in our lives. I was about to say, do we think simp behavior has kind of gone a little bit too far I now? Think, I think yeah. your homies calling out anything as simp behavior has gone too far. Yeah. I think, like, legitimate simp behavior can always be clowned upon. However, like, uh, I don't know, like, telling a girl, like, that, like, you like her or, like, wanting to, like, take her out, like, being sincere and, like, the, like, when it gets to the point, like, that's being called simp behavior, that's when it gets annoying. Yeah, like, yeah going on, like, a legitimate date is now, like, simp behavior. It's yeah. kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. Like, damn, you really care about her. Like, yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, like, well, yeah. I kind of want to date her. <laughs> but let's be real. Like, who's really calling, like, dudes? Like, I don't feel like it's dudes our age at this point. Oh, no. Nah, for you, to, for me to, like, and, like, to be honest, I don't really call dudes simp. Like, maybe, like, inside yeah. of, like, a circle with the homies. Like, I might yeah. say that shit. But, like. For me to, like, really believe that about you, like, you would have to do something, like... Crazy. Crazy. And, like, I know it. We both know a dude that I look and I'm like, all right, that's some simp behavior I know, that's some simp behavior. Like, so I know, like, I, you see it and you're like, all right, like, I see it, like... Like, if you're taking girls crazy. on trips that you haven't slept with, like, I'm sorry. That's, that's crazy. That's simp behavior. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's Flying a girl out is simp behavior. Yeah, yeah, flying a girl out is simp behavior. Well, if you're not getting laid. Yes. But flying a girl out... With no expectation of getting laid and just just happy for the company, but you want to get laid, some behavior. Yeah, hundred percent. Is it really tricking if you got it? Wait, opposite. It's not tricking if you got it. I feel like it's still tricking. Like, what flying a girl out? No, just tricking in general. Like the idea of just like, hey, I'm paying for your time, or I'm giving you something in exchange for your time when you wouldn't hang out with me any like mm. otherwise, like. Is it tricking if you got it? Like, for example, if I buy a chick a purse, but I'm a millionaire, is it tricking? Because, like, I mean, I got it to just throw away on the bag, but at the same time, like, you don't want to hang out with me well, if you're not like, getting so, the bag. So, so like, a sugar daddy's, so, like, every sugar daddy's, or, like, is just tricking? Yeah, they're tricks, right? A little bit. I mean, I, I, mean, I guess, but... I'm not a gift giver unless I really love that person. Like, that comes way later. So yeah, we gotta be in a relationship. Yeah, well, yeah like, I, I, I mean, like, I don't know if, like, I wouldn't gift give to a girlfriend that I was, until I was, like, very serious about her. I feel that. Especially on the level of, like, bags. But, no, I mean, I think it's just, like, you can buy, it's just, like, it, it you're right, it depends on the gift. Like, if I go get you, like, some flowers, I'm not going to say that's true. Yeah. No, no yeah, flowers right, is not right. true. That, that, that's yeah, just yeah. kind of normal, I'm seeing this girl I like her stuff. Because, realistically, yeah. are you getting flowers for a girl that wouldn't otherwise spend time with you? Right. No. I mean, right. I know some dudes do, but like, 
legitimately between hey, the three of us, that, like I trust all of us to make smart decisions. Yeah, no. Like none of us would have like would buy flowers for a girl who is zero interested. That, no, that's my thing. Though is like even the smallest gift is probably not going to be given from me unless I really like you. So flowers still is like we'd have to be seeing each other for a bit for me to do that. No, I'm with you. Like we gotta be. To me, I'm not getting you flowers unless we're in a relationship. Right. Like, that to me is like, alright. I like, think showing up with flowers, like, too early is really creepy. Super corny. And I feel like girls, like, girls kind of feel the exact same way. Like, fam, yeah. why you got flowers on date one, bro? Like, no, I agree. too much. Is there, is this a safe space? I mean, it's as safe as you yeah. want to because you're the editor. So. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I know we wrote safe space basketball takes, but is this like a safe space anywhere else? Like, yeah, no, can, no, it's a safe space. Alright, you guys have a love language? So... But we're into kind of first, quick. we gotta like the that. <laughs> they're what gift giving, uh, words of affirmation, quality, quality time, time, physical, physical touch. touch. Uh, um, there's, there's six. I thought there was five. Five. That's just uh, gift giving. Gift oh, giving. Wait, so acts of service, gift giving, oh, physical touch. Acts of service. Acts of service. Okay. Miss. So I mean, I don't want to. I feel like I'm a little bit of all of them, but I don't emphasize one. I mean, I, I do like giving gifts, but again, it has to be something. I think everyone's a little bit of all of them. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, there's, a, I would say for me, like, probably like physical touch and quality time, maybe go like, just like a tad bit higher. I'm not even talking like a crazy amount, but for I'm sure. with you. Like, there's a, there's a couple that I'm like, this might lean like a little bit more heavy for me, but like, yeah, I, I need like, I think it's all of them. Yeah. I think in general, like it's just balanced. I hate being, like, because I'm definitely a physical touch person. Like, even, like, this is going to sound crazy. But, like, even, like, when we're out at, like, the bar or something. Like, I'll easily put my arm around either one of you and be like, yo, like, just, like, that's just the way that I express things. I hate being, like, a physical touch dude when it comes to, like, my relationships with women. Because it's, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got a physical touch. And they're like, oh, you just want to have sex with me. I'm like, nah, like, I just want you to, like, put your feet on my leg while I'm watching TV. Like, it's very simple. (laughs) And weirdly enough... I, this is kind of the one that I've always thought was weird, but, like, quality time is just, like, not that high for me. And I feel really? like it should really? be. That's pretty high for me. I mean, that's all. I mean, it's a subjective term. Not to, did I cut you off? Did you want to, no, you good. Keep going. Uh, I mean, I, I'm a, since I've kind of started living on my own and kind of embraced, like, what, how I like spending my time, what I like doing to spend my time, I've realized that, like, a good time or time well spent is different than how it was when I was 21, 22, yeah. 23. So... Like, I enjoyed, there's moments where I've been on dates where I've enjoyed, like, a girl and I getting brunch, and then, like, we walked around a neighborhood in Charlotte, and she got coffee, we, we walked around and looked at the yard, like, that was cool. Right. I'm not necessarily, like, into the back-to-back of staying out late at night, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like, that wouldn't be quality yeah. time. So, like, I, I do have that, like, line of demarcation of how I like spending my time and how I don't. Yeah, like, not, I guess... Not all time that you're spending with her is necessarily quality time. Just because right, you guys exact, are together, exactly, like. exactly. But certain things we do, like that, that is important for like building like a close bond, like whatever quality time is for me and what and for you. And for yeah, you. yeah, yeah. What about yourself? I mean, I, I really I do enjoy quality time, but on the similar thing as him, like quality time can mean something like like my quality time might mean something completely different for right. y'all. Like I don't necessarily like. I could, we could just be kicking it, like, um, at, like, at our crib or her crib or right. whatever, and, like, we're not even saying shit, we're just, like, huddled up on the couch, and, like, to me, that can be quality time, or it can be, like, like you were talking about, we go for a walk and, like, get coffee and something like that, that could be quality time as well. Yeah. It could be not even, like, 
and I, this is even my current relationship. Like, she'll be in a different part of the house, like working. Mm-hmm. I'll be on her couch chilling. We don't see each other for like an hour and a half or two hours, but we're in the same like yeah, space, like, and that still feels like quality time. You'd be like, cool, we're in the same space. Like, if I, like either one of us like want to poke our head in. Yeah, like if I want to just dip into your room, just put my head on your shoulder a little bit, yeah, yeah. then like bounce. Like, it, I get you exactly, and that's where it's kind of not like that to me. Like that to me can also be quality time where it's not like. Yo, we're on each other, like, all the time, always having to talk, always, like, things like that. Like, we're kind of, like, just in each other's space, and that, yeah, that feels for sure. nice as well. That's kind of how I felt with, like, physical touch, like, as I alluded to earlier. Like, I feel like a lot of times women think, like, if I, like, if they ask me and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, a physical touch dude. And they're like, oh, you just want to have sex with me. And I was like, not necessarily. Not, yeah. Like, obviously, I want to have sex with you, but it's more of, like, a... Like, my ex used to do one really cool thing. Like, we would just be chilling in, like, the same room. And, like, I may be, like, studying for something. And she would be, like, reading a book. And she would just, like, every now and then just kind of, like, scratch me on, like, the shoulder real quick. Just to be like, yo, I'm still here. Like, I get that you're busy and I'm, you know, doing my thing over here. But, like, I'm still here. And, like, that was more of the thing that I appreciated from, like, a physical touch standpoint in regards to that. Um, I'm a big, like, also, like, I would say, like, on words of affirmation. I like that, like... Yeah. You know, tell me what's... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I know, like, I think a lot of people are different, but, like, I like hearing, like, hey, yo, I really like this about you. Like, I like hearing, like, some of those, like, mm-hmm. just, like, cutesy type shit. Like, I don't care. I get that, you. Like, and maybe, so, I don't know, like, maybe... maybe I feel you, because, like, at 22, like, <laughs> at 22, I hated that shit. <laughs> I hated that shit. <laughs> but now, at, like, 27, I'm like, oh, damn, like... You like the way I laugh? That shit kind of cute. I That's what I'm saying. Like, no, yeah. Tell me yeah. that. Like, yeah. No, I mean, I agree because you you think you think of things that you like about yourself, and I mean, right. obviously you're biased, so you could that could be like a lot more skewed in either direction depending on what you think. And then you know when someone else kind of says something about you that you may have not thought of before, that's kind of nice because. I mean, it shows that, like, they're actually paying attention to, like, who you are as a person and what they like. Exactly. And, like, we all got insecurities, so hearing, like, hey, yo, I actually like, like, I like something about you, like, it kind of silences, like, any insecurity voices that you might have in your head, also. Yeah, especially as men, because, like, I feel like a lot of the times we, uh, we're, like, shooting upward. Yeah. In a sense, like, kind of similar to what we were talking about a couple minutes ago, where we, like go through periods of like feeling like this is just kind of like the end of the stick that we're going to get like to hear like just positive reaffirmations from women just to being like, yo, like this is what I think of you or like, this is what I think of you. And like, Oh, like super positive light. Like, yeah, it does definitely give me confidence. And, but at the same time, like I might take that confidence and do something wild with it. But anyway, <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> I'm joking. Talk, I'm, yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Feed, feed my ego. Yeah, feed my you. ego. Yeah. Don't let me get a haircut. You know what I do out here when I get a haircut. That's <laughs> Damn. All right, you on your demon time then? Yeah. Nah, yo, I told you the last two months I've just been on autopilot. You're just using this pod to, to gas himself. Using the pod <laughs> to gas myself, and then using the pod to talk to girls. That's crazy. Yo, how do you even effectively like as someone who's like written songs for people, right? I usually try not to bring up, like, my music background ever. At least, like, not in the beginning, because I feel like it's really corny. Yeah. But, like, how would you even begin to drop the pod? Like, yo, me and the boys the other day, we was, like, well, <laughs> we was podding. And, yeah, like, yeah, there's no cool way to do that. I, there, there isn't. I think, like, the only way you can do it is she's like, oh, like, what are your interests? Like, what do you do? And you're like, oh, like, me and my me and my, yeah. me and my friends, like, do a podcast together. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can call it out then, but you can't be like... 
What's up, girl? Like, oh, hey, yo, yeah. me and the homies pie. What you know about <laughs> yeah. it? Like, nah. no, I, I, I would even say that it has to be a specific. It has to be a specific situation, and it's not the first thing I'm saying about myself. I'm saying like, yeah. what do you like doing your free time? I would say like, uh, you know, I like to stay in shape. Um, I like to hang out with the homies. Like recently, I just started like you know doing this pod just to, as a fun creative outlet. Like yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, yeah, like I'm the next, uh, I'm the next uh, Joe Budden or uh, yeah. what's that guy's name? Yeah, I'm Howard Stern in this. Yeah, exactly. Howard yeah. Stern. I'm Joe Rogan out here. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, you can't come out and just straight up say that. No, I agree with you, but I think you can slip it in. Like, right? I mean, you know, yeah. it's something. It's, it's a tad bit different, even though everyone seems to have a pod these days. But you know. I don't know. Just like I, out of all of our friends, I don't know anyone that has a pod. Well, yeah, I mean, out of our friends. Yeah, but like, I but feel like, like it, all of our friends have tried to have a pod. It is, at some it, point. it is clear that just generally speaking, the podcast market is oversaturated. No, like, it's super it, oversaturated. It is pretty easy to make a podcast, and it's all about just do you want to have your thoughts on record yeah. about a certain topic or no topic? Even with this being like episode one, I feel like we've just been ourselves. And I think that's what makes like successful podcasts. Not to go on to say like our podcast is gonna blow up or something like that, but I think the biggest thing is just not trying to appeal to what you want other people to think about your podcast, but like legitimately just like, hey, like we just homies having a conversation. Like these are conversations what we would have on a Thursday if we was kicking it either way. Exactly. The only difference is there happens to be microphones in the room right but now. But it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, like even with women, like yo, just be yourself. The same thing on like, and with anyone, even with like dudes and anyone in general in life, just yeah. be yourself. Yeah. And whatever you do, just be yourself. Like, so and I'm trying do, to like put on this facade of like, oh, this is what society or people like want, want me, me to, to be. be. Yeah. Just be yourself. And like, again, we all do it. Like, yeah, I recognize that it's not necessarily that easy. Like, it does sound super easy. Like, yo, just be yourself. But yeah. like, it, I do recognize that it's not that easy to just like do it and not care about the necessary repercussions of it. Like, for example, like if you have been putting up a front and you decide to like, oh, I'm just going to be myself. Like, yeah, there may be a time where, like, you, like, lose some friends. Or, yeah. like, not necessarily lose them, but, like, they may hang out with you less. Because they're like, oh, well, you're into that, and I'm not into that. So, you know, we're not necessarily on the same page. And it's okay to have that separation. Because yeah. I think that separation is worth it if you're being yourself along the way. Well, like, I mean, I've learned, I'm sure both of y'all have learned this through life. Like, as life goes on, like, your friends are going to change. Because, sure. like, you change as a person. Like, who mm -hmm. I am today at 28 years old was not even close to the person I was at 21 years old. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's stark good. differences. Yeah, and, like, because of that, though, I my friends have changed. Because, like, not everyone went in the same trajectory as me. Like, mm -hmm. yo, I'm lucky, you know, you, you know, both of y'all, actually, we were, yeah. we were in college together. But, like, and we, we, we all went in the same trajectory. But I can't say the same for a lot of dudes. My circle, my circle's moving. You're just not in the circle anymore. Yeah, it's weird to think about it because, like, when you're younger, you kind of think of like your friends as like permanent, permanent, exactly. Yeah. Especially when you're in that like 16 to 21 range, oh, where it's sure. like you think every person that you're close with from 16 to 21 is going to be like your closest friend for the rest of your life. Yeah. yeah, and it's tough to like let some of that go because you're like, yo, like. You was a homie. Like, damn, bro, we play Call of Duty together. Yeah. Like, that was important to we me. We bond together, point. like, every day after yeah. school, we play sports together, whatever We played sports be. together, like, we talked to girls together, like, we did all of this together, and then, like, sometimes, like, you get to, like, 25, and you're like, oh, like, you 
you still kind of on some of this same shit that I'm not really yeah. on. I feel like we made the podcast really sad. And it was we took a left. I don't we know did. where it happened. We did. But no, I think, but I, you know what? I don't know if it's sad. It's an important though. conversation though. Like, I, don't I don't know if it's so. necessarily sad because you know what? It's exciting. Like, yo, like, you know, the dude sitting to my right right now, like, we weren't exact, we weren't tight in college. Right, yeah. No, like, Bro, we yo, never talked in college. Yeah, no. now you're a friend. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, your circle, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Your circle just moves. Like, yeah. and new people get added into your circle. It's just people that you don't know that you're going to be added, like, they're going to be added into. Same thing with girls. Yo, the girl that you have in high school, 99.9% chance, that ain't the girl That's you not the girl end you up end up with at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Like, yo, it's the same thing. The same thing for even a girlfriend in college. Like, Yo, high likelihood, like, that's not going to be the girl that you end up yeah, with. She just like, ends, yeah, she just ends up being a girlfriend. Yeah, the girl that you might end up with, you don't even know. It's not even, like, you, it might not even be in the same state. Shit, it might not even be in the same country. We've been about a two-hour point, obviously. That, yeah. Those two hours flew by, to be honest. That flew was by. pretty fun. It's yeah. because we have these conversations just, like, normal on, like, a any given time that all three of us happen to be hanging out, or two of the three of us happen to be yeah, hanging out. Yeah, nice. So, like... This is just normal conversation for us, but um, yeah. Anybody have any uh, closing thoughts? Anything NBA? I will say next time we get on here, we don't have to discuss Tom Brady and his uh, his whole family situation that's going on yeah. right now. Yeah, because that man is out here wild. I don't know if that whole thing that Giselle put out was true or not, but we'll get into that next time. I don't okay. love kids. He don't love kids. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. <laughs> Me and the Brady connect. Yeah, okay. you, you, also got, you also got the uh, Salt Life sticker on the back of your car? Nah, yo, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, yo, what does Salt Life mean?